one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to How to Cope. Every episode, writer Becky Howard, that's me, and my friend psychotherapist Lucy Clyde will be talking about how we can look after our mental health during the coronavirus crisis and beyond. Because whatever type of pandemic you're having, it's hard on all of us. So let's try and get through it the best way we can by talking. In this week's episode, we're saying farewell to lockdown, looking back on what it's been like to live through a pandemic, and also what are the next few months going to bring? This is very weird. And different. And tell, okay, go on then. Tell me why it's weird. Because we are sitting together. I know. We are sitting together. <laughs> We're in the same room, on the same floor. Yeah. Sharing the same airspace. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're, in it. We're under the same enlarged duvet tent. So we've got as much space between <laughs> us as we can create. Yes. Given yes. the nature, the restrictions. Given the restrictions. But no, we, we are actually in the same room and it's got to be the, well, it's the first time since we've since lockdown. But you and I have been in the same room. That's we've been nearly yeah. four months. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We've been in, we've been outside, yeah, and we've been remotely connected many many times. But this is the first in room experience. It is. This is really weird and dodgy. But anyway, <laughs> in room experience, come this way. No, that does sound really dodgy. Yeah. 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 Um, but we decided to do it like this because uh, we're going to finish up the first series or the first run out yeah. of how to cope. Um, because. Um, lockdown is is easing away yeah. as we speak. It might come roaring back like a bad boyfriend, <laughs> you know, begging us for one last one last chance. Oh, you should be so lucky. Yeah, but you know, we might take him back. <laughs> we might, we might, we um, might you know, we all make those mistakes. Yeah. But as as it stands, um, <laughs> things are, are shifting, and we can't really, in all honesty, talk about life under lockdown when I've just been to the hairdresser. <laughs> And I'm going tomorrow. So no, I don't think. I think it's safe to say that things have changed quite dramatically, quite quickly again. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which is kind of symptomatic of this entire uh, four months plus experience. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I've I've been to the hairdressers. I've been having some doses of normality. What What other doses of normality have you had? Um, going to the hairdresser. <laughs> it counts. Going, it counts. Oh, that counts. Okay. 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 Um, okay. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't. I just wonder differently. I have booked a restaurant. Holy I cow. booked a restaurant to go with a friend. Wow. Um, which is very exciting. It's amazing. Um, 
but you know what you know what I've realized is really crap about going to hairdressers now there are no magazines no magazines you can't do you can't I was really looking forward to the kind of reading trashy mag yeah element. yeah and no so they haven't got that and you have a weird disposable towel that feels like a mop okay like a Vileda super mop <laughs> and they wrap it around your hair because they have to bin all the ta- you know they have to course, they can't read yeah. towels and the hairdressers wear those special visors so it and did, yeah did yeah. you have to work like riot police did you have yeah. to work like riot police but doing a job on your hair um but did you have to wear a, a face covering yes you did yeah oh, okay. made it hard to drink a coffee we well, not know if you didn't get a coffee they're not get giving coffee. you coffee not giving now, coffee. Are they? Oh, okay okay but it was all worth it to look like a human woman I again i know <laughs> i know it, it does it makes a huge difference it's it i sort of feel like somehow it shouldn't and yet it does beyond yeah know, yeah they really do we're no more um, superficial than the average, are we? No, I think I think you're deeply, deeply superficial. I'm sure. No, it's very, it's it's lovely. It's lovely, but it's good that I mean, it's but it's weird, isn't it? It's sort of there's a part of me that wants to feel very celebratory about this and feel very happy and joyous, and there's a part of me that's still really, really apprehensive about all of this. It is that very odd mix that we have explored i think in the last few sessions um because that has been that has been a kind of collective feeling hasn't it as certain things have been permissible um it's but it's not an end there is no No. finality to this and in that way that we were all naive at the beginning going we'll have great big parties and we'll be doing these (laughs) fun things when it's finished when the corona switch has been turned off yes 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 um and we we now know that that's far from the case um, we are getting to do more and more and more things, but they are through this very odd lens. Yeah. Um, so I suppose I felt when I went for my haircut, and it was lovely, it was really enjoyable, and I was very grateful to be able to have one. Um, it was not quite the same. It was far from it. And it felt in a way like, oh, yeah, normal life. Oh, yeah. I remember this. I remember going in somewhere else and talking to someone and da 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 But with all this weird stuff on top of it that felt almost filmic, Sure. Like super serious, like a movie. You know, the only time you ever saw people wear these sort of things yeah. was in some weird disaster movie. Yeah, no, that's Post-apocalyptic, true. nuclear fallout. And now it's normal. And we haven't had to face that before because we've been sitting in our own homes. Yeah. And now we're actually having to face the reality of daily life with weird face coverings. And so, yes, it is going and to be... Behaviors and behaviours. And strange behaviours. Yeah, behaviors. and weird, strange behaviours. It's an odd one, isn't it? And it because it, it feels like something is kind of still quite really not right. Yeah. There's a real, I mean, there's a powerful sense that still, things still are not okay. Yeah. And that we're kind of, you know, people are doing their best and haircuts are fantastic. And, you know, uh, I, I haven't been to a pub but or a restaurant, but people know, are. People are. And that's fantastic too. And yet, my God, how strange it must, it must feel to be living quote unquote normally but but everybody knowing that we're still actually in the grip of something really quite scary and difficult and I think that's what's holding us all back from from breathing out yeah I think you're right I think we've all you know we all want to get to that point where we go (sighs) are you breathing out do you feel that at all no I mean not now literally I am breathing I know you are like I can see you because I'm sitting (laughs) with you I can see you actually breathing she's actually breathing it's really good yeah (laughs) excellent breathing (laughs) it's really heartening um you know after four months you're still breathing I'm very pleased about that but no I mean in terms you know metaphorically are you kind of 
Do you feel released? Do you feel relief? Do you feel any of that? You get, I think you get moments of it. I think there are mm. moments where mm. where you have those little doses of normality, whether that's going to the pub, having a haircut, mm. eating a meal in a restaurant, mm. you know. And it's and it is that little oh, oh this girl's like, oh quite so it's the flavour. It's the flavour of normality. Yeah. But you cannot fully mm. go, oh thank God that's done. Yeah, you can't oh, actually thank yeah. God yeah, for yeah. that. Oh, wasn't that terrible? Oh, how was it for you? Oh yeah. blah 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 blah. You can't because no. it's not. It's really not. It's really not. It's a funny thing, isn't it? Because I actually, I did, I did have a taste of, you know, normality the other day. I, I was sorting something out for work. I had an errand that I had to go and run, which is, you know, very exciting to actually be out of the house, sorting something out for work, out of the house. And I passed an open cafe and there was nobody in there. So I went in and mm-hmm. I had a cup of coffee and a croissant. Did you sit down? I sat down. At a chair? It was a chair. Not in your house? No, it wasn't in my Somebody else made it for me and brought it to me. Oh, Lovely. my. How, woman? I know that's living. That I know, living. I know, I know. I'm out of control. Um, but, no, it was, and, it, and it, again, it did have that feeling of kind of, all right. Mm. Wow. Oh, this is amazing. And where is everybody? Yes. So it was yes. a bit, in that way that you just said, it was a bit filmic. It was like... You know, after the zombie apocalypse, yeah, where twenty eight days later, so it was a bit like, yeah. So you know, where where is everybody? And I don't, and I didn't get that. I was thinking, the next time I sit down for a coffee and a croissant, I will have a huge, you know, big grin on your face, big grin on my face, or weeping tears of relief, or I'll be kind of, you know, phoning my friends immediately, or you know, there'll be some kind of, and actually was much a much more halted, stilted experience than the one I had anticipated having, exactly because you're so aware that we're still actually in the middle of something quite scary. So is it, is it just, are we just dealing with a massive anticlimax? Is it, or is it, I suppose it's more nuanced than that, isn't it? But there is an yeah. anticlimactic element to it, as in what we thought it would feel yeah. like, what we thought a coffee yeah, yeah. or a haircut or whatever would yeah. be like, yeah, woo, is actually, it's nice, it's great, I'm yeah, so yeah. glad that I can do it, but oh, it's still a bit odd and we're not out of this and it's still scary and everyone has to do all these weird things and we have to be on our guard and and aware of ourselves and our behaviors and what we're doing i think that's the i think that's the problem i don't think it's anticlimactic so much as kind of um uh uh remaining vigilant you know that state of hypervigilance is very very uncomfortable that sort of that feeling of being on the edge of your seat and that sort of cat-like awareness waiting for something to go wrong and I think we're all still a bit there and there are no you know for want of a better word we haven't been given the all clear there's nobody saying actually this is okay mm. there's people's going say well it's okay ish yeah and there's plenty of people saying how could you and there's la, a la, lot la, of la, people la. who yeah. would probably take issue with or you know haircuts and cups of coffee and all of that kind of yeah. stuff and you know, okay, fine, but uh, you know, I think we just—it it is just—we are still living in this state of suspense. You know, we're neither in one—we're not in one place or another. We're not locked down, so we don't have clear rules. But we're not free. And the thing we're not free of, more, most importantly, is fear. You know, mm-hmm. we're all still really, really scared, and we, none of us know if us going to the pub or getting haircuts or having a cup of coffee, God forbid, is going to in some way contribute to a second wave. So it's a really, I imagine there's a there's guilt mm. and trepidation, like mm. this feels really nice for me, but what if, what if I am some kind of horrible super spreader disease vector and me going for a cup of coffee? 
coffee somehow changes things in North London and we have to go back into another Lucy, I need to get you off this cliff edge. Yeah, thank you. No, talk yeah. me right back. Yeah, I'm going to talk you right back now. <laughs> but I think, I'm not saying that I, that's something I'm struggling with immensely myself, but I think it's in the air. But I, I think, think we're all kind of wrestling with a bit in our own way. I think you're right. And I think it's it's more like we're holding this tension, okay? Mm. And we're going out, but we're going out and we're holding yeah. a tension internally. Yeah. But pre-March or pre-February, mm. whenever we decided that this was a real thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whenever the UK decided that, that we noticed. should actually worry. Whenever we actually yeah. noticed that, that there just, was a oh, this thing that's happening threatening in China. on the loose, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> The way we used to go out, or we just yeah. live our lives, which wasn't obviously free of tension because we yeah. all had our own stuff. Um, we're never gonna, but we're not gonna return back to that sense yeah. of just walking out of a house without a second thought yeah. about hygiene, uh, covering your mm. face, uh, making sure you don't kind of get too close to people mm. because they get stressed. Oh, have you got some hand gel? Mm. This hypervigilance that we now have to carry, mm. which is a tension, isn't it? Yeah, it's it really constant is. constant tension, low-level tension, or could be high-level in many people, but if you're going out, it's probably low-level. Yeah. Um, is different and is hard. And I suppose it does take the shine off or take the the kind of yeah. the kind of unfettered fun of... Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're you know, right. You're right, because there isn't, you know, we can't... Yeah, because we can't do things the way they were. And I think the fact, and I also just think, I, and I think that just does act as a constant reminder, you know, that we are kind of, and 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 also we're not far enough. I'd be interested to see kind of how what conversations people are having about this in a year's time. Yeah. Um. You know, assuming that that's based on the assumption that things are going to carry on as they are, so touch that wood. we're on a touch every wood going that 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 we're on a nice downward trajectory and that we're over the worst and all of that kind of stuff. Because I think we're still in that very, very, very early raw stage where we're still slightly checking each other for damage. Mm. You know that thing when something you, you have a bad fall and you have to spend a few minutes just checking that you're okay. I think we're there. Okay. I think we're still kind of feeling for breakages and bruises and checking that we're okay and is it safe to get up and carry on? Because I actually think that probably a lot of us are carrying, as you say, this tension and also the cumulative tension and difficulty and worry and fear and uncertainty and stress of the past three to four months because actually we haven't had an opportunity to release that in any way no, and I think haven't. I lost the conversations about you know when the corona switch I love that one, you know, the corona switch when it's flipped back off and we can all yeah <laughs> massive party and you know get very drunk and hug each other um that was about needing re needing attention release yeah. and we can't do that yeah we can't do that in the way we were hoping that we could no, do it. No. And we've had to come to terms with that. Yeah. It's obviously, it's taken, you know, the last few months, I think we've all yeah. come to that realisation that it's not going to work like that, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and like you say, with that um, uh, mention of we've been building up all this, all this emotion over the last few mm. months and we haven't been able to do attention release. On the other side of that, we also know that the full impact of, you know, this pandemic on... The global economy oh, wow. on the long-term mental health of, yeah. of many people on jobs on on everything relationships that has not been felt yet because we've been in this state of stasis right yeah and so unfortunately we know there's this kind of big wave coming of 
shit. Yes, <laughs> something not very good is probably on its yeah. way. And we can't quantify it, we can't pin it down, we can't identify it, we can't plan for it. You know, so we are still in this disaster mode. You know, we're still hypervigilant. So we're having haircuts, we're having cups of coffee. Yeah. But we're slightly having them still in the disaster. So it doesn't feel as lovely as we hoped it might or thought it might or wanted it to because, you know, we're still dealing with something really horrible. Yeah, exactly. And Okay, so how then, Mm. how then, if this is our kind of, you know, wrapping up... um, our how to cope first season yeah. about the pandemic yeah how do we then sort of take this with us in the next in the next couple of months where it is going to be a bit like this isn't it a bit shaky a bit shaky yeah. and we're going to be a bit tense yeah. and and not quite sure how to but we can't relax no so how do we how do we live with this how do we how do we process this in the healthiest way we can well i think you know it's probably useful to expect um uh some quite emotional ups and downs that we've been through in the past three to four months the whole kind of mood swings and snapping and tears and I don't think we're through that Mm. so I think that's still going to be happening and I think you know so we just need to know that we may get weird rage spikes or or I'll I'll let everyone know I'll send everyone a text (laughs) all my family as if they're not already no I might might send one you know can't talk now crying you know I just think emoji yeah um so I think there's going to be some of that because that's a really understandable response to pent up tension. But I think one of the things that can be really, really useful at times like this is to connect with what we have done mm. and to connect with how well we've coped in certain situations. Because actually, if we think back on it, how terrified we all were in March when lockdown hit. Oh, yeah. It was that looming. It was that everyone used to talk about, didn't they? The, the waking up in the morning yeah. and having the split second of going, oh, I'm just waking up. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What's yeah. happened to the world? Yeah. And it was scary as anything it because was, it felt like a horror movie, didn't it? Was it was gut-clenchingly terrifying. It was just, this, you know, an awful. And we were unprepared. We were terrified. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if we were going to be able to eat. We didn't know if there was going to be food in the shops. We didn't yeah. know if the country would still be running in any recognisable sense within a week. And look at us, right? Look, look, sitting look, under this look at us. Here we are. We're Living actually, our best life. Also, having a little drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crept in as well. Yeah. Um, with you, it's, just, it's important. It's important celebrating. You know, this is the end of a... An well, end yeah, of we a... see it's 10am, so... You know. <laughs> Got through the morning almost. Oh, well, the sun's well over that yard, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, bottoms up, everyone. It's not 10 a.m. It's not That's 10 a.m. It's not. Um, but I think you know it's really important that we are able to acknowledge and stay with what we actually have managed to do under a shitstorm. Yeah. You know, and whatever we may think about how this stuff has been run about various governmental decisions and about all of that kind of stuff, I think if we park that for a minute and think about what we've achieved as individuals, the fact that we as individuals or family units or, you know, couples or whatever, or, or people living on their own or people living in flat shares have survived this, mm. that actually most of us, I think, those of us who haven't been terribly ill, you know, most of us have come out okay. Yeah. We are... Well, we've certainly, I think everyone has probably got one thing that they have managed to do that they didn't think that they would be able to have achieved before lockdown. That's for example, true. for example, true. if you have had, if you've been carried on, if you've carried on working yeah. and you've had to work from home and yeah. you've had to work around children, yeah. 
I'm sorry, I don't think I would have done one day pre-lockdown without making a massive fuss about it. <laughs> Do you know when what I mean? When you say are we talking like full-blown tantrum? What are we talking? No, just like going, oh, well, you know, I can't do it. I can't work yeah. because my kids are at home. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, I of could do, but can't. I can't do much. You know. And yeah. everyone would go, yeah, well, it's ridiculous. You can't. There's no childcare. Yeah. yeah, how on earth can you possibly do but that? But millions of people yeah. have yeah. now had to have done that, right? Yeah. That is a massive win. Not a win, but, you know, a massive well done. It's I a think. huge, huge, huge achievement in the face of something really almost impossible. Yeah. And if you've got the a very different situation, i.e. you've been on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody hell, that's incredible. Yeah. If you have got through that, you know, solitude yeah. without the comfort of someone else yeah. and your friends or your partner or whoever, that is amazing. Yeah. You know, so I think everyone probably has at least one thing that they've done that they yeah. thought, I there's no way I'd do that. I can't yeah. do that. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah. But you yeah. had to. That would have been unthinkable, inconceivable three or four months ago, and yet here we are. And I think I think that's kind of how we have to cope with future uncertainty is to recognise each of us as individuals quite what we've managed mm. in the face of this, you know, this awfulness. Because the chances are, as you say, we will all have all have done something quite surprising. We will have managed something we didn't think we could, we will have been tested and you know, there are many, doubtless many times when we would have crumbled, but there will be moments where actually we've really, really mm. knocked it on the head. And that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. So we need to kind of slightly tap into that and make the moat and kind of acknowledge our, our, our inner resilience because we're going to need it. So Lucy, for yeah. um, a, a kind of thinking of the rounding up, mm. I, I like to kind of call this the big brother best bit. Rip off. Oh, jolly good. Okay. So, <laughs> rip off. Imagine we're all leaving. We're leaving. It's dear 417 in the big. No, my my Geordie accent is not the big brother house. And Lucy is leaving the house to dear. Yeah. Right. Um, we want to talk about your best bits, Lucy. But first, what what do you think was your hardest point? Your lowest point, perhaps during during when we talk about the lockdown era. I think that it's not. A point. It's constantly. so much <laughs> as a rolling state and experience. It was what you've talked about. It was trying to combine work and childcare, and ah, uh, that's that's really, 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 really hard. And I was I was lucky. I was able to make the space. I was able to stay working. I was able to do what I do, which is great. And I found the kind of the switching states, yeah, from the work state to the domestic, very, very, very tricky. Mm. Um, it was it was a very hard process. So, and it was, and I I was, it was a lot more tiring than I thought it was going to be. Mm. I think at the beginning I was kind of like, okay, this is going to be hard, but it's going to be okay. And three months in, it was it was beginning to. Tough. So that that was that was the toughest bit, I think. Okay. Just keeping that going. Yeah. How about you? Oh, I think mine was the Nintendo Switch meltdown. That I, mm. I think we talked about in a very early episode. Yes. And that really stayed with you, hasn't it? It's well, really marked you. It has marked me. And it probably was because obviously it wasn't about bloody Nintendo Switch, was no. it? It was it was I think it was a few weeks in and it was when we were all still, it, it was super strict lockdown, wasn't it? We weren't mm. really even supposed to go out mm. unless it was for a, a approved Boris run or whatever it's called, I don't know. Um, and I think, I, you know, not having any private space, not having any yeah. time to myself, 
and it just built up and I lost my shit and I am not very proud of that at all um and I just want you know that that was it was the feeling of frustration of that I can't escape this my surroundings yeah. I can't escape I can't go anywhere I can't do anything yeah. and it just boiled over and I was very cross <laughs> and then after my crossness I was then very sad yes I got it um but ultimately it was fine you know it was it probably needed to go somewhere um that feeling um but it's that feeling of trappedness and I'm sure that is something we've all felt oh god yeah over this time has just been intolerable at times you know yeah 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 feeling trapped and I think also the other thing that we've talked about which I really resonate with and I know that you I think a lot of people um are having this is that that feeling of slightly failing all the time mm. you mm. know and I'm not doing any of this particularly well yeah in fact I'm doing a lot of it very very badly actually if you're me <laughs> I think it's most people isn't it it's most people and so I think that's you know there have been some really really tough points in that but that it's interesting that I think the stuff that we were focusing on at the beginning of lockdown were the kind of what's going to be hard and we were focusing on logistical and physical challenges mm. you know the whole, oh yeah how do you, you know, oh my god going to the supermarket you can't go to, oh you can you can't you know it was really hard and we were we, that was where the focus was yeah. and I think underneath all of that was a lot of how am I going really what people were saying was and how am I going to cope how mm. am I going to cope how am I going to cope being locked up how am I going to manage all of this how am mm. I going to cope but it you know because because there was a physical focus and a logistical focus it could go there but I think you know actually the logistics of this have proved to be the least hard thing of all in many ways and I don't think any yes. of us would have believed that at the beginning that's very true actually once once we got a handle of it yeah. once we worked out yeah. how we needed to adjust the practical yeah. side of our lives yeah um, to make them run, to eat yeah. and, and to function and stuff. Yeah. Then we had to kind of mop up <laughs> all the messy bits yeah, and that were spilling out know, of us. And... The hardest bit has been the psychological and emotional challenge of all of it. Yeah. I think it's been absolutely the, the toughest, toughest, toughest part. Yeah. So what have been your best bits? If, are there any best bits to oh, a pandemic? Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's the thing, right? That's the thing we all have to think about. For ourselves like what are our best bits i've got a few actually this has been one of them doing a podcast yes. with you has been super fun it has actually been. it's been great i could i would never ever have imagined that we'd be doing this well i don't think we would have done had it not been for <laughs> february you know this was not a conversation was no. it we were having no no i don't even remember the conversation we were having in february it was i was moaning about something we didn't know we were born <laughs> did we no, god. god we had a good back in february <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh, I want to go back and have a chat with February me and say, you, <laughs> so, really, you don't pull your know, socks up. You don't know you're born. Yeah. Yeah. No, so this has been, has been one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Got, no, I, I agree. This, you know, doing this has been a little ray of light mm. in, in the dark weeks. <laughs> Despair. God, it has been awful at times. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there have been, I think there have been some really, I, I know it feels a very long time ago now, mm. but do you remember the first clap for carers? Yes, I Before do. it got all people shaming each other for not turning up yeah, and da, da, da. Yeah. But the first clap for carers was, it, it was very new. Yeah. There was obviously that kind of, oh, oh we're doing this thing. Everyone's talking yeah. about it. And when it happened, everyone went out on their front doorstep, or you know, most of the street or whatever, and it was really emotional. Mm, and I was. remember it. Like, I remember everyone tearing mm. up. And I think it was because we were right at that point where we were doing the shock. 
everyone was sort of hidden away in their homes, literally terrified to step outside because they're not supposed to. We hadn't seen anybody else. I remember thinking I haven't seen my neighbours in ages. And all of a sudden, we're all there standing, clapping. And it felt like this incredible moment of collective kind of empathy. Mm. Um, and obviously, obviously, that's not sustainable. We're not going to get that every single Thursday. And it shifted and changed, and, and of course. But that first one, I remember as a very powerful emotional moment that was quite nice. It was, wasn't it? It was. No, it was, it was, it was tremendously powerful and it was really needed. And I think it, it gave a lot of people a lot of hope. Yeah. At a time when it was really needed. And I think another kind of on the back of that as well, another really nice thing that's come out is lots of people have sort of got talking to their neighbours or discovered some kind of sense of community a bit. And I think that's been a, that seems to have been a high point. Yeah. And one of the things I've loved actually is the whole kind of, because of this emphasis on it's okay for you to leave the house to go for a walk. Um, I sometimes go for a walk in the evening, which I don't think I've done yeah. for years. I mean, years and years since since before I had kids, really. Um, when an evening walk was actually a perfectly normal thing to do in the summer, it just stopped featuring because you're doing bedtime and bathtime. You know, you're quite you know you're quite locked in anyway. Um, and and that's something that's picked up, and I that's been a joy. Actually. I would like to actually carry that on because, like you, yeah. that's something I hadn't done. I mean, it must be you know, go for walks, it tends to be weekend yeah, things, isn't it? Yeah. Um but that whole time evening walks to see a friend. Yes. And to chat yeah. on a walk um has become a thing, hasn't it? And it's been really nice. And we've been and, lucky because yeah. all of this unfolded in March when the weather was getting better and the days were getting longer. If this mm. had been November I don't think would have been doing any of that. But you know it it's it that that's been a real a real treasure at times actually. Yeah. I really, really valued that. It's been a big thing. So Lucy, thinking about the mm. next few months, because we're we're gonna well, what our plan is, isn't it, is to have a to have a summer, obviously, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever that means, whatever we, we can do within that, whatever we do can our do. best, we'll do our best, we do our best to have a summer, we yeah. will do our best to have a summer, <laughs> um, and then come back. But what do, what do you think, you know, we could do to help ourselves the most over the next few months? What are you planning to do to try and kind of get yourself through? The next few months of uncertainty and weirdness that we're all well, dealing with. I think I want to carry on very much with the taking it a day at a time mm. thing that that got us through. That's got us through this far. I think that still kind of is quite working for me. And because things are changing so fast as well, things seem to be yeah. changing weekly. I just, I think the thing that I am really going to hold on to is how well we turned our lives around at the beginning and how far, how quickly we acted and, you know, how actually how well we've managed to keep things going so far. Mm. And I think, you know, if we can do it this far, we've probably got another few weeks in us and things will keep changing. And they probably and they might go back. And That's they, the, they like, might, concern, you it? know what, they might, mm. they might. And if we look at, you know, I like a statistic and oh, I, like yeah. a, I like a trend. And if we look at global trends, where there have been second waves, they have been localised. And I think that maybe thinking about that, for me anyway, makes it a little bit easier. The idea that there might be smaller localised lockdowns is a lot easier for me to contemplate than having to shut the whole country you know down what? again. That's where we're different. This is where, like, honestly, I, I was brought up a very superstitious, by a very superstitious mother. <laughs> Right. Uh -huh. um, 
you I love very much, but yeah. I'm now in, I'm infected with all okay. her superstitions. Super superstitions. And, okay. and I, I honestly still think that if you say something isn't going to happen, it will happen. Then you will conjure it up. It's my air. magical thinking again. It's your magical thinking. It's a, it's a lovely quality. It shows you're very, very imaginative. I am, good. but it also causes me great, <laughs> like, stomach cramp pain. So have I just said, so have I just jinxed it for all of us then? Is that what you're no, about? I hope not. Know. <laughs> I think between us, between us, sure. I really am not sure. Sure. I don't know what's the right answer. What will make it not happen? I need to work that one out. Um, I think no, I, that. To be what serious, about you? How are you well, going to get through this? I think I'm going to have to. I, I'm going to have to still kind of stamp on my natural love and inclination to forward plan. Yeah, um, that's something I've struggled with from the beginning, yes, having yes, no plans. Yes, and I could. Hit, I can feel myself starting to that 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 the itch is is coming yeah. back but, oh yeah put this in the diary put that in the diary yeah. but I think it's better not to and I think it's better to just do the short-term thing for now does so, it not matter does it not make a difference what kind of plans you make because I've made little plans like I booked a ticket to go to a drive-in cinema in I a don't couple let me of tell you about drive-in cinemas okay I've already done that all right it's terrible yeah okay <laughs> Well, I'll get, I'll, and do you know what? I will get to find that out all for myself. Sorry. No, no, I'm a quiet wait, because even if it is terrible, it'll be new. Yes. <laughs> I don't care. I'll have been doing well, it. Well, I had, to, be, had to say, the whole time I was there, locked in my car without being able to see anything, um, okay. I was thinking, well, this is a good, this is a good story. There you go. You see, that's the thing. I just mm. think that I will be, my, I, you know, I'll be making plans, but there'll be little, little plans. I know. Day by day type plans, you know, little things to look forward to because I think we do all need really, really do need stuff to look forward to. And I think we have to find ways of building that in. Um, without scaring ourselves rigid or kind of getting into a, a situation where we're kind of, you know, panicking or fearful or yeah. you know, I think I think we have to find find our own ways of kind of making this time feel like, as okay as it can. Yeah, and I think it can. It I does. think it can. I think it can be all right. It's just, you know, there's that saying. It's a there's a massive cliche, isn't there, about sort of, you know, when you're trying to climb a mountain, you don't look at the peak, you just look at the path in front yes. of you. Yes. Yes. And I think it's a really important thing not to focus on the peak of the mountain right now. They're not February next year. Yeah. Or not planning for next whatever. No. It's literally no. next Tuesday. Yeah, and which is more than we could have done a few months ago, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we were really, you know, really doing day by day a few months ago. And now we can probably do week by week. We might even be able to think in two week chunks now. That's a big change. You know, every time it's you say day by day, I want to break into that. What's that, <laughs> What's that musical? <laughs> day by day. <laughs> it's some terrible musical. Is it Godspell? Oh, well, Jesus I, you know, Christ, it's I, one of those. I bow to your great musical knowledge. Okay, yeah. I really am not going to do this. Your musical theatre knowledge is way, <laughs> way outside oh, mine. Yeah, is. no, I think, I think But I it think still doesn't mean I should sing. <laughs> it really doesn't. It really doesn't. And I won't. Okay. So instead, <laughs> I will say thank you, Lucy. Oh, thank you. Definitely. And I think we've it's just been brilliant i've really enjoyed this yeah, it's been great this has been great and i'm sure we will carry on just doing yeah. all right thank yeah. you all right. okay thank you Bye. thanks for listening to how to cope with becky howard and lucy clyde if you enjoyed our podcast please leave a review like and subscribe 
It makes a huge difference and we really appreciate it. The music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and used under a Creative Commons license. You can follow us on Twitter too at cope underscore podcast. Thanks again and check in soon for the next episode of How to Cope. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.